and welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told the medium of sound, showcased in diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here's your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I'm your host, Fred. That great theme music by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And today, uh, June 13th, Friday the 13th, uh, here on the show, uh, we're going to be talking not about bad luck, but, but how of <laughs> good luck you could be. If you headed out to Kansas City, Missouri next week, uh, June 19th through the 22nd, is going to be the Here Now Festival. Uh, it's the second year that that particular festival has been done in Kansas City, uh, but it actually follows on uh, something like 30 years of uh, history with the National Audio Theater Festival's week-long workshop uh, before it, and prior to that, uh, the Midwest Radio Theater Workshop, which um, had its roots uh, there in Missouri. For many, many years, is sort of the go-to place for training in audio theater. Uh, now it is a celebration of the spoken word, inclusive of audio drama, but also uh, uh, audio books and uh, video games and uh, live stage theater with uh, sonic elements and all these uh, good things um, as a congregation for both uh, fans and supporters of the medium, as well as some of the producers. So I myself will not personally make it out this year, but a number of great producers will, um, as well as uh, great talents and voices in other areas. So uh, we are going to be speaking with Sue Zizza, uh, the, uh, one of the major curators of that festival. Uh, of course, there's also a, a strong board behind National Audio Theater Festivals making it happen, but uh, Sue Zizza is a force of nature in the audio drama world, um, active producer for decades, as well as um, organizer for the various incarnations of National Audio Theater Festivals over the years. So we talked to her for about half an hour, um, and then we'll be uh, closing out actually with a sequence from her uh, audio nominated the Fall of the Kings, uh, that uh, will we'll follow our 30 minutes. You, uh, Sue, are you here? Yes, I am here, Fred. I'm on the radio now with you from New York, Hempstead, where we're getting ready for the festival, and so we're trying to uh, get all our boxes packed and all the rest. Awesome. Well, let's 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 jump right into it. Um, so, folks know that the the uh, audio drama worldwide converges in Kansas City, Missouri. It's it's basically a week from today. Uh, or is it sooner than that? Uh, actually, it begins on Thursday, June nineteenth. You're correct. So, yeah. if today is Thursday. Then, uh, yes, it's exactly a week from today, and we open the festival on Thursday night with a film called I Know That Voice, which actually features many uh, very well-known voice actors, uh, both from the animation world primarily, but also they work in film and television and audio drama as well. Yeah, and uh, throughout the weekend, you will have uh, some of the, 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 the those actual voices there. Um, I know you have a huge audio uh, book contingent coming <clears throat> coming out. Uh, a lot of a lot of people that people, uh, especially if you're in audiobooks, may have heard whispering into your ear. Um, all these years, will be making an appearance um, to to help celebrate the 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 art of spoken word. Yes, that's true. On Saturday afternoon, we're going to be hosting. A event with four premier golden voice narrators. Uh, they are Scott Brick, Robin Miles, the wonderful, wonderful Barbara Rosenblatt, who can also be seen this season on Orange is the New Black, and this year's award winning 
Simon Vance. Both Robin Miles and Simon Vance won Audis this year. So we're very, very excited that they'll be coming with us. And, of course, you know, Barbara Rosenblatt, the Meryl Streep of audiobooks. Yeah. And, of course, as I said, she's also doing Orange is the New Black and Scott Briggs. So this event, Scott, of course, is just, you know, one of the premier narrators. So we're very, very excited that this event, which is going to happen on Saturday afternoon from 1 to 2.30, and actually we've selected a very unique location, Fred, for this, for this event. Mm-hmm. The uh, Here Now Festival, as you mentioned, is happening in what's called the Country Club Plaza section of Kansas City. This is a very small little community that is very oriented to all kinds of arts. The Kansas City Art Institute is there. UMKC and their very involved communication and theater departments are there. So we have this little area that we're going to be working in. And one of the unique sites, which actually Robin Witten from Audiophile Magazine and Katie Kelgren found last year for us when they were uh, wandering around between sessions. And they found that right in the middle of the Country Club Plaza area of Kansas City is something called the Christian Community Church. And what this is is a facility that Frank Lloyd Wright designed to be a place of worship, of any kind of worship, and of art. He wanted it Mm. to be a place where both people who wanted to come and worship and people who wanted to celebrate the arts could come together. And so the sanctuary at the Christian Community Church was designed by Frank Lloyd Wright to be appropriate for voice and music in a really beautiful acoustic kind of way. And so on Saturday afternoon, the Here Now Festival will be presenting audiobooks Golden Voices, Scott Brick, Robin Miles, Barbara Rosenblatt, and Simon Vance, reading some of their favorite selections from the dystopia world. In particular, um, Scott picks something from Ursula K. Le Guin, and Barbara's got something fun to read, too. So we're going to be reading stuff um, that is their favorites from that set concept of this dystopia world Mm -hmm. and that will be from 1 to 2 30 now if you're an all access festival pass holder this event is free to you if you want to just come to this one event then you just buy tickets for the one event Mm -hmm. and there and that's 15 dollars. the event runs from 1 to 2 30 we want to also thank tantor audio who is one of our co-sponsors of this event And um, at the end of the readings, there'll be an opportunity for anyone who attends to uh, get autographs, talk to the narrators. Tantor has given us some of Simon Vance's most recent uh, audio award-winning books, The Elephant Whisperer, which Mm -hmm. he'll be able to, uh, there'll be door prizes that afternoon, and he'll be available to sign, you know, for people who want to um, go home with his his autograph. That's fantastic, and so this is. Uh, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk a bit more about your work in a moment, Sue. But just to keep talking about the the Here Now Festival a sure. bit longer. Uh, so this is the second year you've done it, um, and it comes. Uh, you know, depending on how long people have been following the whole audio drama scene, that you know, it, it comes out of the National Audio Theater Festival's week long workshop, which before that was the Midwest Radio Theater Workshop. That's I, I, right. That's yeah. right. Our our organization has an extremely long history in serving the audio theater arts community. We began, as you said, as the Midwest Radio Theater Workshop in the late 70s, and actually Yuri Rosofsky was one of the first trainers, one of the first directors who came out to that event. 
And then over time, with the relationship between the Midwest Radio Theater Workshop and KOPN Radio in Columbia, Missouri, who was the original, just like WMTG is mm-hmm. a wonderful community radio station there in Portland, KOPN is a wonderful radio station in Columbia, Missouri, and they were the original uh, home of the Midwest Radio Theater Workshop. But as the organization grew and the radio station changed and things needed to evolve, we became the National Audio Theater Festivals in 1999. And two years ago, or this is our second year, so last year in June of 2013, we launched the Here Now Festival. I, in particular, my partner David Shin, and a number of the other artists in our community, uh, Renee Pringle, had been going to international festivals, pre-Europa, the Cannes Film Festival, other kinds of things, and seeing how in other parts of the world sound is uh, very much celebrated. For example, this year at the Cannes Film Festival, David and I got to see How to Train Your Dragon 2, which was wonderful because Randy Tom uh, plays Toothless the Dragon. Randy Tom is not only one of the original Midwest Radio Theater Workshop trainers, uh, but he is the man who is in charge of all sound at Skywalker these days. Mm-hmm. And so when we launched the festival last year, Randy did a special presentation for us from the Skywalker Ranch on how they were in the process of producing How to Train Your Dragon 2, and he showed how the animatics were done very much like radio drama pieces mm-hmm. and how the acting actors were then, the everyday acting actors, I should say, were replaced after the animatics were created by American Fer- America Ferrara and all the cast of Kate Blanchett, How to Drain Your Dragon 2. And then Randy showed us in particular how he had begun in how to tra- the first movie, how he had begun to do some sounds for toothless the dragon and then they were so well received by the critics and the audience that he was actually asked to join the union so he could be the voice of toothless in a more realized way that's really funny for the new film so to have been it here now last year and see that presentation by randy tom and hear him talk about his own evolution as a sound designer you know he's the man who changed the way film sound is done thanks to apocalypse Mm -hmm. now and so um, to hear him talk about how this animation was created, how he was involved in the voice, how he did all of this to move this story forward, and then to actually see the realization of it at a place like the Cannes Film Festival, that, that really hit home for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and, and to, you know, and it's, it's uh, you know, it's interesting because I just saw that, like, that the, the Broadway just killed the sound design category, which seems like a step backwards, yet at the same time, those who care passionately about sound, you know, have to say, look, this is this is important. This is what sound makes the movie. And if you do audio drama, sound is the, the story. It is how your, you know, personal connection. Um, and, and so, you know, if you look at it, so it's herenowfestival.org, um, and there's a schedule of everything that's going down that weekend in Kansas City, and you have a lot of, of listening, um, and you've got different rooms set up for it, uh, and, yes, and a real different have, range. we have a variety of different kinds of projects, a variety of different opportunities for people to come to the festival and be involved. Mm-hmm. The first thing, as you suggested, is we have a lot of live listening, meaning that each day at the Cinemark Theater in the Country Club Plaza section of Kansas City in the Cinemark Theater, we've selected a really nice theater there where every day 
starting at 9 o'clock in the morning and running till 5 o'clock in the afternoon, we've got it broken out into segments. For example, on Friday morning at 9.15, we have a segment that runs from 9.15 to 10.50 called Mystery and More. And in that, you'll hear Dial L for Latchkey. That was produced by the time that was produced by the group. By the time I get to Tucson players, mm-hmm. you'll also hear from Siren Audio Studios, Sid Guy, Private Eye. Um, there's a group called The Theater in Your Mind, which has produced something called The Card. So, and then there's another fun little piece from Central Michigan University called Bump in the Night. So, all of those pieces are going to play together in that 90-minute time frame. And there will be some of the featured artists on site within each of the each of the recorded segments to talk about their work and to talk about what they did to create the work and all the rest of that. So if you go to our website, www.herenowfestival.org, and you click on at the top, it says calendar. They've got all these pull-down menus across the top. If you click on the calendar menu, It'll then take you to a link that takes you to the complete schedule of events for the festival. It's two quick clicks and you're there. And it explains to you how you can get an all-access pass or purchase individual tickets. The schedule tells you the time everything's running, where it is. There are links to all of the maps and all of that stuff. So every day we start the festival, uh, Friday and Saturday, with listening in the Cinemark Theater. Additionally, throughout the day, Sennheiser Neumann has created for us a private listening environment. This is only for all-access pass holders. You can't, unfortunately, buy a ticket to this, uh, an individual ticket. You have to be part of the festival general, you know, all-access pass holders. And what Sennheiser Neumann has done is they're, they're setting up for us a listening environment in which you'll be able to compare different kinds of monitoring headphones, speakers, different kinds of headphones, different kinds of speakers. And what we've done is we've selected from clips from The Fall of the Kings that feature Neil Gaiman, uh, author and narrator Ellen Kushner, and actor Ryan McCabe. And Ryan is actually going to be at the festival this year, and he will be available to talk about how these segments were created because Neil was never with us. He was never available to record at the same time the actors recorded the way we normally do with a Sioux Media production. So we had to wild track Neil, and we're very pleased to say that even though, you know, we had to do that for him, his segments sound just as integrated and just as wonderful because of some of the production techniques we did in the process of recording him, in the process of recording Ryan. So when you go to the Sennheiser Neumann Listening Room, which is a private room at the Holiday Inn that's been set up just for festival pass holders, you'll be able to hear Neil from Scenes and Fall of the Kings, Neil Gaiman. And then if you want, you can ask Ryan how they were done. Additionally, Saratoga Noir, a new production that's not even yet released, we have sample scenes from also for the Sennheiser Listening Room, and this is from Tom Lopez of ZBS. So he hasn't even finished mixing yet, but he's done a couple of selected scenes for us to be able to showcase. Oh, so there's that kind fun. of stuff going on. As I said, we opened the festival with a film called I Know Your I Know That Voice, and we will have a number of the uh, voice actors that we talked about, Scott Brick, Barbara Rosenblatt. Additionally, we have some other really fun things happening at the festival. For example... On Saturday afternoon from 3.30 to 5, 
uh, Midsummer Sound Production has sponsored the creation of something called Our Voices and Stories from the Front. And what this is, is a 90-minute presentation of personal remembrances, poetry, short stories, and sound art that has been created around the World War I experience, in particular the early part of the war, because the World War I Museum in Kansas City has a four-year initiative to produce different kinds of programming around the Great War, and the Here Now Festival has partnered with them. So over the next number of years, every festival will have some experience at the museum that relates to the war and relates to the kind of sound art we produce. And in particular this year, Raymond Starsman, who's very famous for portraying Harry S. Truman, will be at the museum as one of the hosts of that event, along with Midsummer Sound Company and Helen Engelhardt, and they will be playing pieces from Coming Home to Us, which was a production that was already nominated last year by Midsummer Sound that focuses on the men in Gates, Kata Colwitz, and issues of Kata Colwitz, the artist, and issues of World War One in particular. So that's a free program. Anybody can come to that from 3.30 to 5 on Saturday afternoon, and that's right after the narrators. So you can leave the narrator's event and go right over to World War One, and you won't miss anything. Yeah, um, we also have every day between 5.30 and 6.30 at a variety of locations around the Kansas City Country Club Plaza area, the Raphael Hotel, Prospero's Books. We also have something called Celebrating Mark Twain, which we did last year, and we're very delighted that some of the narrators, Donna Postal and Sue Village in particular, have come back to participate with this again. And then additionally, we've got Robin Ray Eller, Mark Turetsky, Joyce Faring, um, and a number of other uh, voice actors, Heather Farrar, Marcus Weems, who each day between 5.30 and 6.30 are going to present something of Mark Twain's, again, in a free event. See, some of our events are free. Just to be in Kansas City, you come to here now. And then a few of our events, and some of our events are exclusive to all-access pass holders. And then we also have tickets at the doors for things like the narrators, things like Audio Vaudeville, which is a really fun show that Scott Brick is going to be emceeing on Friday night for us. And then, of course, there's Right Between the Years. So you can see that we've integrated recorded listening, live performances, traditional narrations, sound art. And this year, we're bringing in a gentleman from San Francisco named Michael Henry, who for the last 10 years has been the driving force between, on, behind a Star Trek game that has a 10-year community of online playing. And he's going to talk about the sound design, the casting of gaming for, for the festival this year. That's that's great and and uh, so yeah so so first off if you if you want to be part of this excellent experience you've got to find yourself in Kansas City next weekend a week from today uh, you still time to pack your car and drive <laughs> if you're in Maine um, and uh, yeah and 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 the, and the the site you know uh, this used to be in West Plains you've now moved to Kansas City uh, which has uh, you know much more going on as you talked about the the, the World War One uh, connection uh, museum. Uh, and just like that urban scene, and a lot of interesting things happening. I know there's there's a bit of a tech startup 
uh, culture there and just a uh, you know the really a, a I won't say globally unique but certainly United States unique uh, experience of, of celebrating audio performance you know and, and well I, and actually you're, you're exactly right Fred part of the part of the uh, incentive or part of the inspiration for creating the Here Now Festival was in particular an event that Renee Pringles, who's on the board of the National Audio Theater Festival, uh, had been attending for many years for pre-Europa. And she invited me a few years ago to go along and see what that was about. And there I saw a media festival that was integrated with film and television and the web and all these things. And in particular, they had a section called Audio Fiction. And when I walked into that room, I met a number of incredible producers from around all of Europe and then found out that later that afternoon there would be even more of them. And as the weekend unfolded, I was able to meet uh, fiction producers, drama, audio drama producers from all around Europe. And I realized that in places in Europe like pre-Europa, audio fiction, the work that you do, the work that I do, is highly celebrated. But here in the United States, not so much. So we, we, we sort of have to do it ourselves. <laughs> yes, well, we were beginning as the National Audio Theater Festival, we were beginning to see that funding for things like workshops and projects like that were beginning to get less and less attention, less and less funding. So when we looked at the organization as a whole, we said, okay, what can we do to keep the art form healthy, to keep moving along. And so we decided to try the idea of launching this festival. And we've had wonderful support from people like Brian Price, who last year brought the Mark Time and Ogle Awards mm -hmm. and will br be bringing them back again this year. Additionally, we have um, people like um, Tom, Tom uh, Curley from Voicescapes Audio Theater, uh, who's bringing his whole cast uh, to participate in an event called Audio Vaudeville on um, Friday night. Audio Vaudeville is a really fun show, Fred, and maybe next year you'll come too. What Audio Vaudeville does is it allows uh, artists from all around the country to come in and present up to two minutes, 20 minutes live. So, for example, this year Siren Audio Studios is bringing one of their narrators and the author of a book, and they're going to present a mystery. Uh, 15 minutes from the book is a mystery with the narrator reading. Uh, Jacqueline, she's so wonderful. And then we also have uh, Voicescapes is going to do some original sketch comedy. We have a very serious little black uh, play that's going to be produced. Black meaning the story is kind of dark and interesting. It's very family-friendly oriented in terms of the entertainment, but... It's a fun evening, cabaret style of audio drama, and every 15 to 20 minutes, it's a new group on stage with Scott Brick emceeing. We're, we're, we're thinking it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a real nice audio vaudeville cabaret kind of event. And so we just have five minutes uh, more here, Sue, and I guess we, we may not even get to talk about uh, Swords Point and Fall of the Kings, though, if... Uh... Well, I'll come back again, Fred. You just tell me when you need me. Yeah, well, uh, so if you heard, if, if you get to hear this on the podcast, we actually do a podcast version of the show, um, and we'll lead with that first opening chapter where, where you heard uh, Ryan McCabe, who's going to be at uh, the Here Now Festivals, uh, and as well as, as Kate Kelgren. Is that, did yes, I say that right? Katie Kelgren. This yeah. year, Katie was unable to join us mm -hmm. uh, in Kansas City. Last year, Katie was there for the inaugural Here Now Festival. 
But the piece that uh, you're going to be playing on your podcast this afternoon is the opening prologue to The Fall of the Kings. This year we were a double uh, Audi finalist. We were a finalist in the audio drama category, and we were also a finalist in the multi-voice category. And I have to say we... We did lose to some spectacular productions, but mm-hmm. we were also very proud to be included as the whole series has now been either Audi nominated or won Audis for the unique production style that we created. Right, you did and you so did carry it for Swords Point did win the the Audi and uh, uh, uh sorry, the legacy I want to say the 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 the, the, the sword, the, the Yes, yeah, the sequel <laughs> The privilege to of the sword. Swords Point is the privilege of the sword or Peepots yeah. is our author Ellen Kushner likes to call it, <laughs> and uh, that was that was actually a wonderful piece that Ellen narrated with Barbara Rosenblatt, and then we had Felicia Day and Neil Gaiman in it, and that was also an Audi-nominated piece. So that's why I say the whole series, all of them got Audi-nominated. I will tell you, The Fall of the Kings, though, this year won something called a Wilbur Award, and the Wilbur Award is for. In particular, a media that focuses on an openness and a non-discriminating sort of story. And so typically, Oprah Winfrey's programs and CBS Sunday Morning and many books have won Wilbur's. This was its 67th year. It was started by an organization that's more than 85 years old here in the United States. And uh, so anyway, the Wilbur's this year opened up when we suggested to them a new category, audiobooks, and the fall of the king, which is does really focus a great deal on on a number of issues yeah. of intolerance. Um, really uh, touched the judges in a great deal in a great way, and they created a new category, and we and we won it. So we were the first audiobook, and now hopefully future audiobooks yeah. <laughs> the door will open. consider consider presenting themselves to the audience. And we did win a communicator award for um, the fall of the kings as well. So the scene that you're about to hear, or the scene that Fred's going to play for you, features Ryan McCabe as Theron, the young ingenue of the story. And it also features Katie Kelgren. I won't tell you who she's playing. You want to tune in and listen. She's really amazing. And um, the two of them set the whole energy of the book up. They really start you in a place where you begin to get to know the lead character, the young man, Theron. And... Well, I won't tell you any more than that. You really want to listen. <laughs> oh, well, thanks so much, Sue. Uh, you know, and it's just great to hear, you know, after, you know, all the years that, that, that the Natif has been running and then now the, the, the new, uh, you know, the Here Now Festival, to, to, to see that they're, that, that audio is alive and kicking that refuses to go away and that, in fact, each and every year you're finding new groups and new material as well as some oh, of the veterans. Year, friend, I was I was so thrilled this year when the judges came back because, Last year when we launched the festival, we had just under 30 artists presenting content that represented over 95 hours of content, yourself included. Mm. This year we had 50 artists, many of whom we had never heard from before, many of whom are brand new in our relationship, Mm -hmm. and it represented over 200 hours of content. So we know, Fred, that there are people out there like yourself, like myself, that are working in audio books and film and television and gaming that really have a wonderful relationship with sound. We've created new relationships with distributors like Downpour, which is part of the Blackstone family. Mm -hmm. We've created relationships with Audio Cinema Entertainment. Skybright is going to be coming on and working with us soon and our producers as well. So we're really looking forward to 
a place where the festival can bring artists together, bring sound design together, and really uh, create a network of more opportunities for more artists as well. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for your time, Sue. Um, Kansas City, Missouri, uh, Here Now Festival. www.herenowfestival.org. <laughs> All right. And th- it's H-E-A-R. Here. Here, as in, in hear your here, ear. Now. Here now. Here, here, here. <laughs> thank you, Fred. Hey, thanks, Sue. Uh, and again, here, here, as in hear your your voice, my voice, uh, directing you to herenowfestival.org. All right, that was Sue Zizza. This is the podcast piece we promised you uh, from The Fall of the Kings, the opening chapter to Ellen Kushner's Riverside trilogy and audio, illuminated audiobooks. The Fall of the Kings by Ellen Kushner and Delia Sherman. Epigraphs. For in art, there is no such thing as a universal truth, a truth in art is that who's contradictory is also true. Oscar Wilde, The Truth of Masks. What thou lovest well remains. The rest is dross. What thou lovest well shall not be reft from thee. What thou lovest well is thy true heritage. Ezra Pound, Pisan Cantos, 81. Prologue. A splatter of red on a discarded boot. Milky blue glass lying shattered in a pool of water. Garlands of greenery swirling everywhere with little eddies of leaves torn loose from them. And everywhere, the sheets. Torrents of white fabric lying in fantastic patterns, twisted and ruched, almost spinning, creating lines dipped in and out of shadow, now black, now white, following the logic of the candles placed above them, interrupted here and there by the cross-hatching of random streaks of harsh, dull red. The sheets spilled over the edge of a platform. In front of it, a naked man streaked in the same red, his long hair matted with it, but clotted also with bits of ochre and vermilion, burnt sienna and indigo. The woman watching him from across the room was silent. She was dressed from neck to ankle in a plain white smock, smeared in places with the same colors. Her hair was bound up with a twisted scarf, leaving her face a clear and perfect oval. Theron, she said, you moved. 
I have particularly asked you not to do that. With one hand, he tore a sheet from the platform, sending spatters of paint flying in every direction. What will you paint, then? He shouted. The aftermath? The destruction you have wrought? I have wrought. I'm not the one who's just torn the studio apart. Now would you please take up the pose again? He froze, staring at her. You have no heart. I told you that ages ago. She dipped her finger in the paint of her canvas and sketched his lines into it. You should listen to me. I said this would be the last painting I wanted you for. Stand still. I'm not done with you yet. I'm using you for the murderer as well as for the king. It makes a nice effect. Incredulous, he almost laughed. <laughs> you want me to pose killing myself? I want you to put your body in some interesting positions. The laugh burst out. <laughs> Haven't I been satisfying you that way either? Theron. Still sketching with naked fingers, she talked. You have satisfied me entirely. I've got maybe 25 finished canvases and dozens of studies. You have been satisfying in every sense. But I've run out of things for you to do. I've told you all along, no one can hold me forever. I can't find any more ways to enjoy you. A year ago, he would have shown her one or two on the spot. Now, he said, He sewed, please. She shook her head as though the noise were a distraction. Paint what you like, who you like. I don't care. But don't send me away. I don't want you if I'm not painting you. You're mad. You've just wasted a lot of my materials, Theron. She crossed the floor to take a dab of ochre from his chest with one finger. Don't do this to me. I love you. Please, hold still. He lifted a hand to his chest. Where her finger had run over his collarbone, there lay exposed a pattern of vines and leaves. It had been etched into his skin with ink. You can't take this back, he said. Not what it means. It marks me forever yours. No, she said. It's the paintings that mark you forever mine. She returned to her canvas. My vision of you will be alive when your pretty skin is turned to dust. That should make you happy. Stop, he said. Stop painting and look at me. Now it was she who laughed. All I've done is look at you. If you can't stop talking, then put on your clothes and go. He followed her, breaking an unspoken law of the studio, treading on forbidden ground, a space he entered only with her permission. The artist glared at him. Then, with a hiss of exasperation, she stepped back and let him go around the easel to see what stood there. Coming alive in the candlelight, was an image of death. A pale man splayed out on the bed, one hand lying open as if in invitation, the other still clutching a deerskin across his chest. Theron recognized himself, his own body in the languor after sex. The deerskin and bedsheets were speckled with blood. Next to them she had begun another figure, his dark hair was a waterfall of grief, spilling between the hands he pressed to his face with bloody fingers. A shadow of horns rose on the wall behind them, as if a phantom stag had lifted its head. This is different, Theron said. From the others? Yes. She observed the canvas and the man together. This is the last of them. It has to be, you see, because it's heading off in a new direction. That's how I know the series is over. 
I could be a new direction for you. No, you can't. Isod pressed his chest gently with the brush's tip. Not you. Not for me. Go be a new direction for someone else, will you? He went out into the night, caked with her colors. He was very sure that he would never love again. All right, and that was a sequence from The Fall of the Kings, um, available as an audiobook with uh, illuminated audio drama sections within it. Um, the, the, the finishing part of the Riverside sequence uh, by uh, Ellen Kushner, though I, I would say um, it does stand alone. Um, you can certainly read them in order, um, or listen to them rather in order, starting with uh, Swords Point and Melody, Melodrama of Manners, um, and then The Privilege, Privilege of the Sword after that, um, or whatever. Pop, jump, grab one. You know, use your listener credits if you've got Audible or Downpour or whatever. Um, and that is a wrap. Um, so Kansas City, Missouri next week, uh, June 19th through the 22nd uh, for Here Now Festival, if that's uh, the place to be to, to meet and greet and celebrate audio drama. Uh, or by tuning into this podcast with hundreds and hundreds of hours of original programming at radiodrummerrevival.com. Dig up the archives there. Uh, we now have a gigs section. So if you are looking to share your script or find actors or crew or producers or introduce yourself, um, there's a bit of a very uh, simple message board there to go spread some audio drama news. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. Hit up at radiodrama, facebook.com forward slash radiodramarevival, um, or search us on iTunes, Stitcher, Radio Drama Revival. All right, that is a wrap for this week. Radio Drum Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalgh. Copyright of individual shows remains that are original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you'd like. Radio Drum Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG-FM, that is Southern Maine's community radio. It is podcast at radiodramarevival.com as labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week. 